Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Victoria Benyon, and the founder of the Victoria Benyon Podcast Booking Agency. And you're listening to The Best Guest, the podcast for business owners, creatives, and entrepreneurs who want to harness the power of podcasts to grow their platforms and increase their visibility. We're here to support you on your journey, bringing you actionable tips with each episode. Now, let's begin. Hello, and welcome to episode 75 of The Best Guest. Today, I'm going to share an interview I did with Ellen Sentier as part of her Powerful Woman series. We talk about the importance of nature, the power of making a real connection, the best guest program, how to be a great guest on podcasts, chat GPT and everything in between. I hope you enjoy. Well, it's my lucky day today. I've got Victoria Benyon. Now, you may not know Victoria. I know her now quite well, Um, but uh, I'm always getting to know her better. Who is she? Well, what I know about her, she's the founder of the Victoria Benyon Podcast Agency. I really fell over my words there, didn't I? Never mind. She founded and runs the Victoria Benyon Podcast Agency. And if you're looking to do podcasts, we'll learn more about it in a minute, but I really recommend. She's based in the UK, but she deals with people all over the world. And as I gather, but we'll find out more in a minute, Victoria trains a journalist and a marketer and a social media manager, Um, all things I don't know much about. So great learning here. And she's been helping people, expert business owners, coaches, authors, all those people, to reach their goals for 20 years. And then she found the power of podcasts. That's a really good phrase, and I still can't stop <laughs> The power of podcasts, let's get there. <laughs> and so she took some courses, book marketing, and really got going with it and really experienced the phenomenal in- impact podcasts can make. And now they've become just a sole focus. And she's helped loads of people. She and her team have helped loads and loads, hundreds of podcast people and authors and coaches and business owners and all sorts of people build their platforms and share their messages around the world because that's what podcasts do. And I'm one of those people and I'm really liking it. And I thought, why don't I have Victoria as one of my powerful women? Because for me, she is. She's Thank you. And she's helped me be powerful. But I want to ask weird questions, Victoria. <laughs> okay. We've just heard all about the stuff about you. But who is right. Victoria inside? Who is this woman who does this crazy, marvelous, wonderful stuff? Such an interesting question. Well, firstly, thank you so much for having me. So I'm really honoured that you um, you invited me on, and um, it's great working with you. Obviously, who am I? So, well, I'm a I'm a mother. I'm a wife as well as running a business. Um, I would say I'm an introvert. Ah, mm-hmm. interesting. I'm a reader. I love books. I always have. I've dabbled with writing. I like to write. I like nature. So, an introverted wild woman. <laughs> oh yeah let's go with that like how you say it so much better (laughs) how does that feel to does introvert woman feel like what you are 
I think it does. Yes. Yeah. It's, we live near the sea. That's always been really important to me. Nature. We lived in London for a while, which has, you know, great benefits. Loved for that time of my life, but really needed to be back where I could see the sea. Yeah, yeah. I can understand that. I lived in London for 20 odd years and um, we used to come out, as I'm sure you did. Yeah. But it's not the same as when you wake up in the morning and you can see nature around you. That's it. Um, so... What does nature actually bring to you? What do you feel? What does it do inside? I find it really calming. You know, it's really helpful for me to break the day up and go for a walk along the seafront. You know, I can see the, see the waves, hear the waves, feel the salty air on your face. It's just rejuvenating. Yeah. My aunt always calls it um, Prozac, natural Prozac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. That's really yeah. good. I tend to agree with you. I don't live near the sea, so I'm horribly envious of you there because mm. I do love the sea. But I do have nature all around me. Mm. And like you, because is your work based at home, Victoria? Yes. Yes, I should have said that. So I am at home, yeah. yes, all day, So, which is great. And um, having two children, it really, it's got that flexibility. Mm. Then I can duck out and go for a walk on the beach. Lovely. <laughs> I think that's one of the things, isn't it, that you can actually sort of say, okay, finish that job. Mm -hmm. um, before I get on with the next one, yes. I'm going for a walk down the lane or around the garden or on the beach and that's that it. Sort of thing. And people don't seem to do that enough, do they now? I don't no, it's easy, isn't it, to get into what you're doing and forget to actually take some time out for yourself as well. Mm. As I don't know about you, but I come back and I'm more productive. I can focus better. Yeah, yeah. Even if I, I mean, I even if I haven't gone far. I've got a fairly big garden. I've got a pond, mm -hmm. and sort of oh. go and you know take a cup of tea, sit by the pond, even if it's cold, wrapped, mm -hmm. and I'm listening to the pond and I'm watching what's going on and seeing the birds around me. And I come back in, and all those problems that I was having with how am I going to say this? What am I going to do? Yeah. What am I going to do with this thing? It's suddenly like, oh, it's just like this. <laughs> That's it. It somehow speeds up that processing, doesn't it? It does. Do you encourage your podcasters to do this as well? Oh, I don't know if I encourage them. I, I, maybe we should talk about it more. Maybe. I've certainly had clients who are into wild swimming. Lovely. Yeah. 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 I'm too chicken to do that. I've, I've thought about it. You know, in the cold. <laughs> I hate being cold. No, I couldn't do that either. Um, yeah. We've got, it's a funny old thing that, because we've got near us, we've got what's called a wild swimming pool, which was oh. built. And all this sort of thing, I think, that's not wild swimming. You know, wild swimming is like going out at yes. six o'clock in the yeah. morning onto the beach or down Absolutely. to the river. Yeah. And it, and it is wild because there's only wild around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Fully agree. Yeah. And um, so it's a bit sort of weird. I, I went there once because there was a meeting. And I thought, now this is, it's full of plants and everything. Mm -hmm. like swimming is like a swimming pool full of plants. Oh, how strange. <laughs> thought, mm, no, no, no. It's like going to the river or that we've got a couple of big lakes. What do you have around there for wild swimming? Where are you? Can you tell us about where you are? Yeah, sure. So I'm in Dorset. I'm in Weymouth in Dorset, mm -hmm. which is right on the south coast. Mm -hmm. Yes, so around us, so very near where I live, we've got 
the beach and then we have um, a nature reserve as well we're really quite spoiled and yeah there's just lots of really beautiful places in Dorset as you probably know yeah I do and uh, which one is your favorite to go to me it's uh, the water usually wins <laughs> the sea yes the beach near us is called Overcombe beach mm-hmm. so weymouth beach um is the sandy beach mm-hmm. and it's a lovely bay and it attracts a lot of visitors mm-hmm. and we live further along and it's the pebbly bit so you get more it's quieter it's more local people so it doesn't get too overcrowded usually so there's usually space yeah yeah and um, i don't know i, I was brought up near the sea so I, I do know that and the pebbly beach is so different to the sandy beach yes and it's yeah. like creatures on it as well and that's right it's very different yeah do you get rock pools on the pebbly beach we don't up at overcombe no it's it's so slanted i think that might be why mm. uh further along if you keep going along i think that you can find rock pools yeah yeah. And we're not far from Lulworth Cove, about yeah. 20, 15, 20 minutes. So obviously they have the rock pools and that's lovely oh, to go to. It is. It can get very crowded though. In oh, the- yes. Mm-hmm. I think it was put on one of those best beached lists um, in COVID. Yeah. And you probably saw all that in the news. Yeah. And then they were just inundated. I don't think there's ever been such that amount of visitors hitting Lulworth as then. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, so it can get really busy these days. That that can be difficult, can't it? Because we were talking about, you know, it's peaceful. Mm-hmm. You feel better and more peaceful when you've... Yes. There. But you That's don't have been like sort of barging. No. <laughs> Fighting for your patch on the beach. No, absolutely you don't. No, Lulworth is, I always think, is quite good if it's in season, go in the evening, something like that for a quiet walk. Yeah. And uh, I knew it long, long, long ago um, when it didn't used to get so crowded, but it's always been popular because it's so beautiful. Yes. But now I think I'd probably go on a Monday morning at dawn in January. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> That's going to be the best time. <laughs> perishing cold, of course, almost yes. likely. So, yeah, yeah. How do you find that you, you know, you've done the podcast business how did you find that change? Because you were doing all the other okay. stuff beforehand. And then tell us about how you found the podcasting and, you know, okay. experience. All right. Uh, so at the time, I was focusing on general marketing and social media. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple of author clients. And I'm always looking to update skills. And I did a book marketing course. A chap called Tim Graal runs it. I don't know if you've come across him. I've known. I don't know of him. Yeah, I know of him. He's very good. So I took one of his courses. And one of the elements was being a guest on podcasts to promote your book, to grow your own audience. So I suggested to a client that I had that we tried it out. And actually one of, there was another member of the course who had written a book and he posted in the Facebook group, he was looking for some help with getting books on podcasts. He didn't have the time because he was running a business. So I said, well, I can give it a go. Can We can try. So I had the two of them and I started booking them on podcasts and it worked really well for them. So I I started by following the instructions in the course and then it evolved. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you find that's really good? I and mean, we've probably both done lots of things where, you know, this is the stuff that you learn in the book. Mm-hmm. This is yes. like the recipe for the Victoria sandwich cake or whatever. That's a... And um, it's always, that was a nice pun, wasn't it? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you get the recipe and mm-hmm. then you start to grow and you start to do things your way. That's right. You start to test it, don't you? And what's working? What could we do better? Mm-hmm. I mean, the first podcast we pitched definitely wasn't in the best way. Uh, I even even pitched a podcast that didn't have guests. Oh, that was a high point. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, <you know. laughs> That was a nice response. And, um, you know, you used to maybe start it with, I love your, love your podcast. Whereas, you know, we're much more specific now. What, what do you love about the podcast? And if I think, you know, you've just discovered it, we say we've just discovered it and really enjoyed your episode on. And this was what we really liked about it. So trying to make a connection mm. with the host and rather, you know, than just spamming them, um, so that's just one kind of one tweak. Well, I think that's a brilliant tweak. And it's something that is, it works right across all sorts of relationships because mm-hmm. um, I find it just, I, I use LinkedIn as I'm sure you do. Um, and you can find, you know, you want some connections and that sort of thing. And you can just rush up to people and say, I want to connect, I want to connect, I want to connect. Yes. And um, they just think, you know, stuff comes out. Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) What? Why? Who? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Whereas if you've sort of looked at them and maybe followed them, maybe seen a few of their posts, maybe answered a few of their posts, and, you know, they've talked about a topic you like, and you've started something, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. That's really good advice. And it it is for all relationships. Mm. I think so. I agree with you. I think it's important to build the relationships and just be genuine. And that's so hard. How do you find it? Being, being Victoria. Being, I mean, we're, we're still talking about who is Victoria. Victoria. So how is it being Victoria? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I think <laughs> something that something I suppose that I've learned doing this is as I mentioned I'm quite introverted so the clients that I started working with uh, I would say one was an introvert but one was very used to speaking on stages he got his energy from that Mm. so often it's a mix I would say our clients Um, some are very experienced in in speaking for others it's I really want to do podcasts but I don't know if I'm how polished I am, how confident I am to do this, to speak to loads of people, you know, that kind of thing. And I probably would have more of those challenges. And I think it's okay. Part of my journey has been to realize that it's actually okay to be who you are with, you know, you don't have to be a natural speaker to build a business to be successful. And you can kind of learn and grow as you go and actually with podcasts it is it's you and me having a conversation right now so even if you're introverted you're shy you're not sure you can probably manage that just forget about the listeners that are going to hear the episode yeah and then I find as well too I'm I'm not exactly introverted but Mm -hmm. on the other hand um I'm the sort well I'm I'm one of the people who sort of said lockdown what's different yes (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, apart from having the children home, I know exactly what you mean. It made no no difference to my working day. No, and I do live in the middle of nowhere. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a quarter of a mile up a mud track, which most people don't right. believe there's really a house at the end of. Um, so I'm not surrounded by people, and that's mm-hmm. that's me. That's how I like. Yeah, but it is. It's worth thinking. Like I listen to podcasts. Um, you know, if I'm just sort of sitting doing nothing or mm-hmm. car or something like that, and I enjoy the ones that are really chatty. Yes, not. And um, so it's worth when you're on one. At least I've found it so because. Yeah, sure has made, made me guest on lots of things. <laughs> nice. Um, it's just like remember, I enjoyed listening to these chats. Yes, other people will enjoy listening to them too. That's really good advice. Mm, yeah, I think it sort of helps because you're not different. Yes, you know you are the same, and that sort of thing. What other advice mm-hmm. do you give people? Because. Uh, well, let's bring it in now. We've okay. Victoria has started a new program of teaching us people who <laughs> want to guest on podcast or who want to have guests on podcast. Do this, do that. Have you remembered this and all this kind of stuff? Really useful. I mean, this is like part of the recipe for me. So how do you help people with this? Tell us a bit about the program. Okay. So the program is it's divided into three sections uh we call prepare pitch and deliver so we talk through how to prepare to be a guest on podcast so what do you need to have as your foundation Mm. so we look at what are your goals for being a podcast guest it's a good idea to have these in mind before you get going with a strategy Uh, we look at your digital footprint. We get you to have a little look at when someone searches you, what comes up? What yeah. What's a host going to see? Because likely when they get your pitch, if they think, ah, Ellen, she looks great for my show. Let me Google her. <laughs> or they're going to, they'll at least click your links. So mm-hmm. you want to make sure that what shows up is what you want to show up. If you had an old business that's not connected to it and that's going to come up and that might be a bit confusing for hosts close that down if you've got any photos on your social media that don't really reflect your brand perhaps you know wild nights out or (laughs) something like that that aren't fitting with your brand you might want to take them down or make them private those kind of things so that's some of the foundations who is it that you want to talk to as well do you know who who is your target audience? Because podcasts have such niche audiences that you can really appear on the right shows and talk to the right people. So, but to start with, you need to know who those people are. Indeed. So that's just some of the things we do with the preparation part. Yeah. Um, and then obviously pitching. So I think this is where people think, right. I'm going to do podcast interviews. I'm just going to go in and start pitching. And you need to lay those foundations first. Yeah. And then it's a good idea to put together a one sheet, which... What's a one um, sheet? I say, well, one sheet. If you have a speaker sheet, if you're a speaker, it's fairly similar. So it's a one-page one PDF, right. which has your biography, mm-hmm. your headshot, mm-hmm. where 
someone can go to connect with you, your social media links, your phone number, your website. If you have a podcast, you could put your podcast on there. And then importantly, um, potential topics and questions that Mm. you could talk about on a podcast if you're invited on. It's a really good idea to put this together and send it out with your pitch because Mm. when a host reads down it, they can get an idea of how an interview with you could go, how it would fit in with their other episodes and their goals for their podcast. So we give some advice in the program on putting that together as as well as templates that you can use, Canva templates, to put it together. And then how should you pitch? I mean, it's not that there's a right or a wrong way, but as I said, we went in, well, I went in not with the best pitches to start with, which I've refined and built on the feedback, reading books, <laughs> going to courses, that kind of thing. So we we do have a sort of a suggested p- pitch that you can tailor. Um, but also, again, it doesn't have to be via email that you pitch it can be a video pitch it can be via social media it really however the host the host may say how they want to be pitched to they may have a form for you to complete or you can choose a method that makes most sense for you how do you feel you come across best if you're comfortable with video I always think a face is kind of hard to say no to <laughs> And yes, so (laughs) (laughs) I I could go on and on. We look at scheduling, how to manage your bookings, Mm. not being afraid of following up, because I think when you're doing it yourself, particularly, you can think that if a pitch arrived and you haven't heard back, that they obviously don't want you on as a guest. Mm. When actually hosts are busy doing other things, running businesses, and they may not have had chance to get back to you. Your email then may have been missed, pushed down the inbox. So a polite reminder is always fine. Yeah. You know, and then we look at how to deliver, how to be a good guest, what makes a good guest. Well, here we have an example. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as a host, you probably, you probably have your own thoughts on what you like from a guest. Um, I do. Um, oh, that's really difficult. <laughs> on the spot. Good girl. Okay. Well, <laughs> what do I like? I like to chat. Mm-hmm. And I like there to be some topics that we're going to talk about, which other people are going to be interested in, which I may not know anything about, mm-hmm. but I'm interested in. And I, sure. For me, that is it. But I know some, we were talking about one last week, some people, they have particular things. I mean, somebody might be really into marketing and, you know, you've got to talk about marketing or financing or something like that. So that's really important because, Mm -hmm. as you were saying, if I was really into financing and that sort of thing, well, we probably have some things in common, but a conversation would be much harder between us. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that that's what I thought about it. <laughs> yeah. And I, well, I think also some of the things that we suggest to our clients to be a good guest is that you're going to show up on time. Yes. <laughs> it's when you, yeah. When you make the booking, do everything you can to keep the booking. I know sometimes things come up, but don't be making the booking thinking, oh, I'll change that if I fancy going shopping or something. No. Um, 
because some hosts won't reschedule with you you know Mm. anyway and and you'll annoy them make your booking quite quickly once you're invited on a show don't keep the host hanging around because you can look like you're not really that bothered Mm. and also your calendar the host calendar may fill up quite quickly and do you want to go back to the host and say oh kind of put it to the bottom of my list and now all your slots are gone and it's a bit awkward but so get it in there quickly when if you get invited on a show get it in there quickly and send the host what they need Mm. if you know don't I've heard of hosts who haven't received biographies and headshots ahead of time and they've asked for them so they've just cancelled the interview so with a bit of preparation, you can actually have systems in place to make your life easier, such as put together a media kit folder. Mm. You can do it on Google Drive, or you can do it on Dropbox, whichever you use, and mm. just save a biography. A, a long one and a short one is a good idea. And yes. A mm. couple of headshots to your one sheet when you've put that together. Mm. And if you're an author, like you are, Ellen, you may want to have some information about your books, your book cover that kind of thing and so when a host is ready for you to book on all you have to do is share that link here's my information and you're not then scrambling to put it all together and where was my headshot (laughs) (laughs) no I think that's a great idea and nowadays which I don't know whether it was when you started but certainly Mm -hmm. now you can actually share a Dropbox link with somebody yes yes absolutely just like that Yes. Instead of, you know, this one, this one, this one, this mm-hmm. one kind of thing. And yes. that is much easier to do. Yes. And yes. it doesn't take that long to do. No, absolutely. And I don't know about you, the kind of podcasts you listen to, but the ones I listen to, the ones that I remember are where the host or the guest shares stories. They they connect don't they they stick in your mind yeah so that's another thing that we suggest our clients do is have a few stories up your sleeve things that you can share because it's great to share facts and have a couple of statistics to back up what you're saying but often people remember the stories they do they do and you've actually just beaten me to the poster Ah. (laughs) (laughs) guess i was gonna say i'm sure there are stories in your life which have a bearing on what you do and mm-hmm. um but were really sort of example them for us the stories of what uh, exa- sorry <laughs> no it all started with the dog oh, it started <laughs> with the dog i can tell you about the p- first podcast interview i did for our show the best guest which which didn't quite go to plan <laughs> So I, yeah, I started our own podcast because I thought that it would be a great benefit for our clients to come and practice these topics and suggestions that they've said they can talk about. And it gives us an example to show hosts if they're very new to podcasting. Yeah. So I invited some of my early clients on and I live in quite a busy household. So I said I have two children. Um, one of them is home a lot of the time. He doesn't really um, do school. And then I've we've also got my two parents here. So, yeah, it's quite a full household. So I found a quiet space. It was all set up, even printed off signs that said podcast interview, in, you know, in progress. Please be quiet. I told everyone and I'm logged on and I'm midway through the conversation. It's all OK. The equipment's all right. And then the smoke alarm started going up. Oh, no. Oh, my God. And I thought, do I carry on? 
do I stop? I wasn't sure. I was using a, a microphone that I thought might pick, be picking it up. It was a condenser microphone, mm. so not not the best for those kind of noises. And then it stopped. I thought, okay, we'll carry on. We'll see what it's like, you know, at the end. And then the floorboard started to creak above me. <laughs> and my, my mum and dad had completely forgotten that I was doing a podcast interview and they were putting things up in the loft, which was right above the room I was in. <laughs> So that was that was really not very relaxing. <laughs> oh dear. That, but it's so real, isn't it? Yes, it's the kind of thing that happens. And, you know, actually, it didn't ruin the interview. And the microphone, I'd had it, I must have selected the setting that only picks up your voice. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It could be edited. Yeah, yeah. So it was okay, but it's just a bit stressful. But I think those things happen when you do podcast interviews. You have the best intentions, but... <laughs> dogs bark and and you, you everything was absolutely perfect and you didn't know anything was happening yeah. and suddenly the window cleaner turns up that's right <laughs> that's right exactly <laughs> oh my god <laughs> no it's a roll with it and <laughs> um, yeah I, I had one where I had to stop rolling with it because they oh. actually um had decided to use they're, they're trying to do something to the drain um, oh which is just there. Uh, <laughs> sometimes it is best just to reschedule. And like, it I'm, I'm really sorry about this. <laughs> you can things like freak weather can also oh. interrupt a podcast recording, can't they? I had a client and she she logged on with the host, started talking, and there was just thunder all around her, and then the connection went really mm. fuzzy. So mm. they just called it a day rescheduled. Yeah. But you can't predict those kinds of things. I think everyone understands weather and drains and and the fact that my internet suddenly decided it was going to have hysterics and right exactly and frankly i think that's one of the lovely things about about life Mm -hmm. it's full of these sort of unpredictables yes and people are gradually learning to roll with it Mm -hmm. there's less sort of military we're marching now yes. you know, we're step we're standing to attention now all this kind of, yes and suddenly we're not because yeah you know a tornado's just turned up or something yeah that's it yeah no we actually have to connect but mm-hmm. as, that actually takes me to something because i want to ask you about this as well because it must be so for podcasting connection as you know is my big scene yes uh, we have to connect. Like you can't do this mm-hmm. thing in isolation of the weather. You can't do this thing in yeah. isolation of other people mm-hmm. uh, or the internet or anything like that. And I think having these accidents and when I, I had it this morning, I was working with somebody and my laptop, when I just turned everything on for everything mm-hmm. going and it was all sort of fine. And then yeah. It, yeah. And it wasn't just a reconnect the zoom it was a complete mm-hmm. reboot for the laptop oh my goodness which was fine but it takes mm. minutes and then it yes. decides that it has to do these updates and do you want that and do you want the other sort of thing yes Fortunately, i had I updates running too when i turned mine on and it's like no yes <laughs> you know? i think I know. I think the only thing you, that you can do, isn't it, is try to get your computer on earlier than you think you need it. As we were saying before, things always take me three times longer than I think. Mm. So if I think it's going to be 10 minutes, 
allow 30. <laughs> no, I'm pretty much the same. And I still got caught yeah. out this morning. You, yeah. And sometimes you do, don't you? Sometimes you do. It makes people easier about connecting. Yes. With each other. Life yes. happens. Yes. And it happens to all of us, doesn't it? We all experience the same. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. And how do you find uh, your podcast hosts and your podcast guests feel mm. about that? about this life happens are they are they sort of oh my god I'm gonna get it wrong or are they sort of well okay I think the more you do actually um the more comfortable you are with that as it was as I was saying at the beginning really it can feel really overwhelming maybe if you're just starting you you know oh my gosh things could go wrong and that can throw you and but actually the more you do you realize actually we can get over that and and that's okay I would I don't think any of our clients have had you know they haven't ever come to me and said, oh, I was just so terrible. Oh, I'm never going to do it again or anything like that. And that's good. That's yes. Good. Um, usually, but obviously hosts and, and guests, they're all such different people. So, you, you know, with hosts, they're always going to be slightly different. They run their podcasts really differently. Like, you know, as you know, sometimes we'll pitch and they'll book you on that next week. Yeah. Some, it will be six months down the line and yeah. Yeah, and different criteria. Some will want to give advanced questions. Some want an easy chat, yeah. and see what develops. So it's it's always different. I think it's always always surprising. So yeah, being like you said, just being okay with that and making connections and yeah, and just feeling just this is life. Yes, this is life. Life That's isn't it. neat and tidy. No, um, no. and nature isn't neat and tidy. And yes. This neat and tidy thing, maybe, you know, yes, mm. we need it to some extent, but yes, how much? Yes. I was thinking about all the things you were saying about being a good guest and that, and you know, turning up on time and booking early. And yeah, I mean, I can't imagine going to somebody and saying, Oh, well, I, I've just remembered I should have booked a podcast with you. Yeah, I mean, how insulting is that? I know, I know it is, isn't it? I mean, yeah. really? You know, and yet you said you wanted me? Yeah. Well, sorry. Unfortunately, it does happen. <laughs> it's part of connection, you, though, isn't it? Yes. Uh, do you know, I I think I mentioned this to you the other day, but the worst pictures I've started receiving for our show are these um, automated ones that come from an email marketing system like MailChimp so they just put your address in and just spam it out and it's my goodness it was somebody who was a comedian but it wasn't even so it was pitching a comedian who talked about absolutely nothing to do with podcast interviews marketing or business and it wasn't in no way tied there was no you know suggested topics questions nothing and it was signed by somebody called you know Frank brown or something and yet it was pitching mary smith yeah yeah but but it and it was just just clearly from an email marketing system and then you get another one and another one and no response if you reply and i think yeah so yes about connection as you said it's about connection take the time to connect (laughs) and actually be a real person yes yes because that's it and then you know when you do like reach out to host or you're making these connections you you're starting this relationship aren't they because they often don't know who you are and is it like that it was this person even real I don't know so yeah be a real person (laughs) 
But it's one thing that um, you put up a podcast not very long ago about chat GTP. Oh, GPT. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. Not, not into this yet. And people have been talking about it all around me. And I'm listening. Yeah. And um, so Victoria's put this podcast up and I thought, oh, my God, I might get some sense that I can understand out of this. So I had a listen, which I did get sense that I can understand. Okay, that's good. Um, which is great because one, it sounded useful, but mm-hmm. what you just said about this, like getting blasted by MailChimp. Yes. And I was thinking I can see this happening when somebody just pumps this into this chat, yes. GPT. And you get auto answers back and they just send them. I think the danger is that there's going to be a lot of low level kind of content if if people aren't using it in the right way. I went to this really good webinar by um, a couple of our clients called Lindsay and Martin who run Jammy Digital and they write content. Mm -hmm. They did a really useful webinar on chat GPT and how you can use it. And it was following that that I decided to test it out for podcast interviews to see how it it would turn out. Would it be useful? Yeah. Yeah, could you use it? And I think really it was the same as it appeared in the webinar, really. It's a great assistant can maybe help you with some research. It's not the final piece. It it's maybe your first draft or a bit below that. Yeah. yeah. It's um it's an aid maybe, but I don't see it taking certainly the way it is, I don't see it taking the place of humans at all. I would, it was fun to mess about with. But. Well, yeah. <laughs> if if you don't literally don't have any ideas and mm-hmm. you like a yes. thing, even if it sort of gives you sort of five different things. And you didn't say any of them. They've probably sparked your brain off. Yes. Do mean something. Yeah, absolutely. Talk about. But you can't yes. just go in there. No. And also, I think if you put your own content in, say you've written a blog post, you've done maybe a podcast interview and you've got a transcript mm-hmm. and you want to turn it into a blog, it might be helpful in that way. Um, my experience was that it didn't give me anything I would have copied and pasted. No. But when I put in a blog and asked for social media post suggestions, some of them weren't bad or they gave you a starting point again, you know, so they could cut down your work for sure. But it's not a finished product, in my opinion. <laughs> I can't really see how it would be. I mean, it's mm. um, as I, as you know, I mean, I, I read a lot of sci fi and I like sci fi and stuff like that. And so immediate yeah. thoughts of like Terminator were coming in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, hang on a minute, you know, do we really want to hand over life to, you know, chat GPT or whatever? Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> and I, I don't think people do. No. But you should wonder when people start handing over enormous lumps of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I'm not sure about Caution to be advised, definitely. I think so, Yeah. And they say we don't use all that much of our brains anyway, so why make it less? <laughs> That's such a good point, yes. <laughs> you know, why not increase the activity in there rather yes. than, sort of, oh, I don't need to bother with that. Nah, I can sit yeah. in front of the TV for hours or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's certainly, I think that's really important. And mm-hmm. I think it's important for everybody yeah. to think about, not just for if you want a podcast, I'm sure not all of our listeners want to podcast. No, but for anything, yes. And 
I do feel that podcasts and doing them vlog like this, I like mm-hmm. seeing the face like you do. Yes. And um, if people have got the time and you can't do this when you're in the car driving to wherever it is. No, you really can't. I hope you don't anyway. <laughs> no, not advisable. I'm not going on the road if you are. <laughs> um, but if you can sit, if you want to sit at home and, you know, cast this on the TV even or something and, and watch it, yeah. then it's quite fun. Yes, that's true. And I think people like to actually, it makes more connections. So mm-hmm. I'm keen on the podcast yeah. and the vlogging and the whole thing. Yes, yes, I agree. Yeah. So what have been the big, big, big successes that you've had from your big podcast? Successes. From booking clients on podcasts? Well, out yes. of the whole thing of, of running your podcast business. So for me, I really get the satisfaction from the client's results. And so I like meeting so many different lovely clients too that we get to work with, but really helping them with their goals. So something, you know, our packages have evolved since we started as well, according to what we found out our clients need. So, you know, as you know, we have the audio consultations with Zach and we have, we now work with a speech coach and she gives our clients some coaching. So it's been really lovely to give that support so that we're very clear when we book guests from the host point of view that we're giving them guests who are set up in the right way. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, from the client's point of view that they're feeling more confident yes. with everything. So big successes. I mean, it's always really good when you get a client on a show that they want to get on like I had um one of our clients works in finance um she works particularly with widows and we got her a booking on on a show and she said oh my goodness she was such a fan of the host she was in her community and um she was just so excited to be getting to speak to her and have that connection with her yeah and she was a big fan and then from the interview she told me that she got a client immediately so somebody listened to her. So I really like it when, you know, our clients are happy and, and that kind of thing. And it's such, we work with clients in such different areas. So it's different results. Um, yeah, that must be really, yes. really, really good. Yeah, so, well, like when you say that, I mean, you're so brilliant at connecting with the host and you always seem to have joint ventures coming off the back of your I interviews. So that's wonderful to hear. Yeah, it, it it's it's sort of it was something I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. I know there are so many interesting people. It's like this whole powerful women series has come yes. out. Met so many. Yeah, they're not like up there on the front page of Vogue necessarily mm-hmm. like that. But when you actually hear what they're doing, mm-hmm. it's like wow, that's inspiring. Yes, I'm getting something from that, and and they are as well. But it, it is fun, and mm-hmm. I think we're back to the connection again I think people like to connect yes I think so and I think this is one way of doing it Mm -hmm. and many podcast hosts are very happy if you actually um you know follow up after an interview with them and sort of say that was really great um you know anytime I'd love to do something you know with you or you know can you tell me about that or whatever and actually get into a conversation Absolutely. That's and that is such a brilliant tip, I think, on how this strategy can look and like work so well. Because I think there can be some misconceptions like you have to be on the biggest show. It's like you were saying, mm-hmm. having guests on your 
podcast you know they're not necessarily in vogue but it doesn't mean that it's not really really valuable and the networking side the connections that you make is is such an important part I think when you're on podcasting and you're meeting these people who are often really aligned with you and your and your values your business so you're actually making a network of like minds yes you're not the same at all yes that's but, it you know I can help them with that mm-hmm. and you get this sort of web coming yes which is really really nice I had one just the other day. I did a, um, it's not a podcast, did a webinar for an American group on Tuesday. Yeah. And it was great fun. Brilliant. Uh, 90 minutes. It was fantastic fun. Uh, lovely people. And mm-hmm. you know, screenfuls of lovely people, which was nice. And <clears throat> so, you know, we're f- doing the follow-up between me and the organizer and that. And he um, yeah, said, so, oh, that was really great. Let's do it again. So I said, well, yeah, I'd love to do it again. Yeah, I've got this, that, and that, and that. And so he said, well, I don't think this bloke uh, that he'd been working for would be particularly into that. But I was thinking of setting up a series of webinars on this, this, and this. Ah. And it was like, oh, yes. it was like one of those synchronicity moments. Brilliant. And I think everybody has them. It's just mm-hmm. because of like being there. Yes. Um, yes, absolutely. Coming back and being nice and friendly. Yes, that's it. You can just just be yourself. Yeah, which, as we said, is not always the easiest thing to be. <laughs> no, I th- and I think when you start off in things, if you are anxious or or whatever, you think that you maybe who you are needs changing or mm. to be able to to do these things, don't you? But actually, then you realise who you are is absolutely fine to achieve what you want to achieve you're fine but you may not be doing it like coca-cola or money right or that's it you'll be doing it like victoria or like ellen or something yes and victoria's yeah. not like ellen and ellen's not like victoria yeah we need all of them we do we need to see different people doing different things that we can think well they can do that maybe i can do that exactly and that's so important mm. it's the if they can i can yeah the inspiration yes everybody yes absolutely i quite agree and what a note to finish on excellent (laughs) (laughs) so thank you very much victoria it was absolutely gorgeous having you thank Uh, you so much for having me and well i'm sure we shall do something or another idiotic again (laughs) (laughs) look forward to it and um so everybody enjoy victoria And no, I don't know who you're going to get next time, but (laughs) it will be an interesting woman. It will be a fabulous, powerful woman. So thanks very much. See everybody next time. Bye for now. Visit www.victoriabenyon.com to book a free podcast guesting strategy session with one of our team. Using the information you provide when you book, We'll get to know you and your business better so you get the most value from your strategy call. You will come away from this 30-minute session with huge value. We'll share our top tips for being a podcast guest and up to five suggestions of perfect fit podcasts you can approach. Thank you so much for listening to the Best Guest Podcast today. I'll talk to you again in the next episode.